Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Getting a call on my iWatch. That's why I paused for a second. But we have a podcast to do, so we will call them back later. Today, we're going to continue the conversation that we started last week. Last week, I was telling you how the Saturday Morning Hustle came about from very simple social media post on Saturdays when I would go in the office, led into feedback from the audience combined with my why, the motivation for what I was doing, what I was trying to do, how it fed into my self-brand and how I developed it into the podcast, the social media hashtag, the swag and everything else that comes with it for 2021. Today, we're going to talk about some things you should have avoided, some things you could do to build your self-brand or entities that will support something like a self-brand. So first and foremost, let's get right into the number one misconception, the number one idea that people will say or that you will read somewhere and is 100% false. And this is the idea that you can try to go viral. We've all heard the term going viral. Now, we've all seen it happen. We know there are people that have large followings or are popular or have become celebrities based on viral events or having something happening on a social media platform, a video channel, etc. that has gained them notoriety, gained them people knowing their name, being uh, influenced by them, and they've turned into celebrity, they've turned into uh, economic value, etc. It happens two, three, four, five times, how many millions of people are trying to go viral and for five people, maybe 10 to have any sort of career. And I would, a career is probably the wrong word, a flash in the pan, a, a moment in the sun. Maybe they make some money off of it, but there's really no longevity to it. So, you know, there's some names, there's some people, you know, out there from uh, having blown up or gone uh, viral on YouTube, on Snapchat, on Instagram, on whatever the next thing is going to be, the next big thing, uh, podcast the same way. Uh, but trying to go viral is the absolute wrong approach to trying to build into a self-brand and create something that can actually be career-worthy, at least helpful to your career, if not becoming your career, and being able to be sustainable and something that you can manage even if you had something that blew up for a minute that went viral, if you will, the whole idea behind viral is it comes fast, it comes out of nowhere, but then it goes away quickly, just as quick as it comes. Easy come, easy go, right? So stop thinking of doing something to go viral. Instead, focus on building something sustainable and going back to those, those questions. What is your why? What is your motivation? What are you trying to do? Are you being authentic? Are you trying to be helpful? Are you trying to give value? Or are you just trying to do something for yourself and create value for yourself? Because uh, most people don't appreciate that. They don't like it. They see right through it. And the likelihood of becoming popular off of that is very low. So first and foremost, don't try to go viral. Now, if you do go viral, if you do something that does blow up, that explodes, that sets the internet on fire, good on you. But be ready for it to go away as quick as it comes. Got to cash in. Got to be ready. Got to be prepared. Then you have to be able to reference back to that short moment in time and try to build something more sustainable off of it once it does happen to you. So if you go viral, congratulations. Don't spend a lot of time and definitely don't spend money trying to go viral. So speaking of 
building money. The second tip I'm going to give you is do not buy fake followers. That should be simple, should be obvious. I really shouldn't have to tell you, but it is still happening, so I'm going to reiterate it. Do not buy fake followers for a multitude of reasons. Number one, people understand now that if you have six posts and you are following nine people, but you have 25,000 followers, that that is not organic and that is not real and that you've purchased those followers and not only are they not likely to like you, they're likely to dislike you. That's number one. Number two, people have now, because social media has become around for a long enough time, people are starting to understand niches within social media and other things, whether it's pure social media platforms, or YouTube or something else where you have a blog, et cetera, where you have people either subscribing or liking uh, or being able to comment on a regular basis, however you want to look at it, those fake interactions will scare off the real interactions. That's number one. Number two, when people figure out that you are faking it, your credibility is gone and you'll never, ever build that back. Never at all. So move forward in a good way in something, again, that can be sustainable, that can last you a long time because you do it the right way. Number three, the value of having followers and interactions and people paying attention to your content online, whether it's social media or another platform, is the interaction. It's the conversation. It's the two-way conversation. They can tell you what they appreciate, what they like, what they like to see more of. And of course, they can also, by not liking, by not following, by not recommending, by not interacting, tell you the things that they don't like, don't appreciate it, don't want to see any more of when it comes to the content that you produce. So like any good marketing conversation, it's a two-way conversation. Paying attention to your audience is how you get better when you get better, you become more attractive, you become more interesting, then you can keep the followers that you actually have, and then they'll start recommending you to others. Those others will then come to you for the right reasons. You'll set an expectation, you meet that expectation, and you can continue to organically build audience that way. A great example is last week, the conversation about the Saturday Morning Hustle started off being just social media post, and it was just text and photos, little photos I was taking of my donuts and my cup of coffee around the office on Saturday mornings, little quips about hustling, grinding, get up, rise and grind, all that kind of stuff. People first started asking me if I was really in the office on Saturdays, and they wanted me to prove that I was in the office and prove that I was hustling as hard as I claim that I was hustling. And so I started doing short video clips. Again, same thing. A little bit of motivation, a little bit of expertise, a little bit of I can do it, you can do it. Uh, you know, a little bit of if it's a side hustle for you, if it's something that you really want, you got to put in that extra work, that extra effort, all those things as well. And the, the videos were the things that people pay more attention to. There was more interaction. And because I'd responded to the questions and the two things people were looking for, it made more sense. So the videos became more of a focus. Of course, Instagram videos are one minute, and that's how it all started off, was doing one minute videos so they could put them on Instagram. Then the ideas I was trying to talk about wouldn't fit into one minute. People kept asking me follow-up questions and to expand on those ideas. So that when the original five-minute podcast on Anchor happened because people asked me to elaborate on the thing I talked about for one minute because you can't really communicate a great concept, especially when you're trying to talk about high-level ideas in one minute. Even the five-minute podcast occasionally couldn't get it done. And then when Anchor raised that limit off five minutes, uh, I started doing this long-form podcast and then eventually now adding the YouTube videos, the behind-the-scenes stuff on Instagram TV, again, long format, again, all of these options 
to find the thing that people pay attention to, that people respond to, and that people want to see more of and will actually have organic relationships via the social media channels, via the podcast, via the video channel, etc. And you see I'm kind of doing all of them. I, I know which ones are more important. I know which ones to kind of put in priority first. And if there's something I have to skip on a certain Saturday, I know which ones I can skip, which ones I absolutely can't skip because I pay attention to the audience. So going back to the idea of not buying followers, but building something organic because real followers create real reactions, reactions, interactions, and feedback that will fuel the ability to gain additional attention from additional people building your actual audience. And then once you've built it, you'll know how to sustain it because you've paid attention to your audience in the building process. See how that works? <laughs> you've got to do it. You got to pay attention to it. You got to keep doing it. And then what, what works, you stick with it. You go, go with it, etc. You guys know all this. We've talked about this before. The second half of the tip about not buying fake followers is also don't fake your life or your credibility or your credit in things that you've achieved, etc., in order to create a persona that you think will be more interesting or more fulfilling on social media or on some video channel. So great example, someone like Tal Lopez or someone like Logan Paul who tells you that they're famous and successful but doesn't explain how and doesn't show you and then doesn't provide you any actual value in listening to them speak and explain their 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 situation because they can't explain it because it's fluff or it's fake or it's all rented Lamborghinis and big houses that they don't actually live in, that they're just trying to create a personality that they think people pay attention to. That's the same thing as buying fake followers. Now, you might get real followers to pay attention to you, but for fake reasons. And if you spend money trying to create a persona that you can't live up to, thinking that somehow you'll become famous and all this will pay you back, that's not going to happen either. Because again, the idea of how many people have actually gone viral or built careers off of being a social media influencer or YouTuber, etc., it's very minimal. So doing these activities, creating audience, creating relationships, creating some influence in order to feed into a self-brand, now that makes sense. That is something that has value because being in a self-brand, having a self-brand, a representation of who you are, you can build your own business. You can use it in your career. You can use it uh, to be influential as an artist, a musician, a creative, a community organizer, whatever it is that you're into, or just trying to get along with people and make the world a better place if you're doing things organically and coming from the right place. So don't try to go viral. Don't try to buy fake followers. And don't try to buy your way into people's attention with Things that come, the trappings of success. Don't tell people you're successful. Show them you're successful. Show them that you're successful by documenting the work process, putting in the effort, putting in the hustle and grind, but doing this, sharing your tips, sharing your ex experience, sharing your advice so that you can create a chance for people to relate to you, that you can create a dialogue, and then you can prove that you're being successful, not tell people you're being successful because telling people is often fake. We don't want to be fake, right? So don't think about going viral, but instead try to build a self-brand. 
Avoid fakeness, whether it's fake followers or fake persona, the trappings of success. Instead, focus on building real success and then telling people how you did that and how they could utilize that for themselves because success breeds success and there's enough success for everyone to go around. Anyone else's success doesn't take from your success. So be open with how you did it. Let other people do it too. Let everyone uh, come from the same ideas that helped you. You started out at zero. Zero followers, zero people on your channel, zero thumbs up, zero heart emojis, zero likes, zero subscriptions. Everyone does. So everyone can follow the same path of going from zero to whatever they're trying to get to. Which leads me to my last point. There's no such thing as an overnight sensation. Overnight sensation. It just doesn't happen. Everyone right now that you think is an overnight sensation was grinding it out for years. A lot of failures, a lot of learning process, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of changes, a lot of adaptation in order to get to a point where they would almost be considered an overnight sensation. That is what happens. It does not happen overnight. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. If it looks easy, it means you're doing everything right, but don't let it take away from the actual amount of work you have to put into it. So, Put in that work, understand the patience, understand consistency, paying attention to your audience, doing more what they like of, less what they don't, etc. continuing the process over and over again with patience, sharing is caring, providing value, doing all those things over and over and over and over and over again, multiple times, multiple times, multiple times, because there's no overnight sensation. And then your self-brand becomes organic. It's provable. You can show people from starting at zero to, to the first thousand and the 10,000 and the 50,000 and the 1 million. You could show them the way. They can't claim it that you bought it. They can't claim that you faked it. They can't claim that you're saying stuff that you don't can't be able to back up if you show them, not tell them. So that's how this all goes together into creating real interaction. And finally, be inspired, be motivated, and take the tips and lessons from other people who are, who are ahead of you in the success path, but don't plagiarize from them. And sometimes I say a lot of things on this podcast and a lot of things on my business podcast that does sound similar to some of the podcasters and some of the media uh, personalities that influence me. People like Gary Vaynerchuk, people like uh, Simon Sinek, uh, even um, Elon Musk and Mark Cuban and other people you've seen on TV and on social media, et cetera. They say things that are very similar to the things I say too, because at the end of the day, business has to get done the way business gets done. We all have the same motivation. We all are coming from the same place, but don't plagiarize. You can reference, you can be motivated, you can be inspired, you can put your own spin on their ideas if you have your own opinion, not just simply rewording what they say, but actually repackaging in your version of where you're coming from, whether it's because of your age, because of your experience, because of the part of the country you're in, because of your education, whatever it is where you could say, you know, Gary Vee says this, but I say it like this because here's what I've learned in my path. That is perfectly acceptable to reference the individual who's influencing you to take their piece of nugget, but then put your spin, you know, nugget of information, but then you put your spin on it, put your take on it, put your two cents into it, take it, kind of add to it, or at least change it enough where it's more you and less the person that you're referencing, and they move on with it. And then hopefully someday someone else will take it from you, which of course is Gary Vee used to say this, and I heard Kyle Golding say this, and so now I do it like this. And it'll apply to that person's life, that person's success path. So be inspired, but don't plagiarize. And if you want to directly quote someone, just simply directly quote them. You don't have to come up with every single nugget of, of 
great knowledge and advice. But the fact that you could take a quote from someone else, a concept from someone else, expand upon it, relate to how it, it, it – tell people how it relates to your life, your career, your success path, that in and of itself is creating value, is creating content, is giving another perspective that might be beneficial to someone else. And then, of course, when you reference them, you let people know where the idea came from, you know, who started the whole thing, who's the OG in this conversation, you're paying respect. So these are all good things that are viable to do when you're trying to build yourself brand or any sort of collection of social media, podcast, video content, blogging, websites, etc. So these are the things that go into self-brand. These self-brands continue on a success path. Do something that's sustainable, not flash in the pan. It doesn't happen overnight, so don't think it will. You're not going viral, so don't spend your time and definitely don't spend your money trying to do that. And even if you did, it wouldn't be something you could hold on to. So why would you spend too much time and effort doing it? That makes sense, right? So we've circled back to where we started. All of this, of course, references the conversation we had last week on the Saturday Morning Hustle about how the Saturday Morning Hustle came about from a hashtag to this video podcast series. So the great things in the world always come back to where they start. It always comes back to motivation, why, inspiration, the passion you have for something, and your willingness to share and engage others. That is the real key. And with that, I'm going to leave you this week. Appreciate you guys tuning in for the 18, almost 19 minutes we talked today. I'm going to have a donut or two. I'm going to drink a cup of coffee. I'm going to think about what we just talked about. I'm going to post this on social media. I will be on social media. Find me, ask questions, make comments, tell me what you like, what you dislike, tell me what you agree with, etc. Let's create that conversation, a two-way conversation. Give me that feedback so that I can be better next time on the Saturday Morning Hustle. See you next week.